Hey, 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 Riverheads. It is indeed Yuletide. Uh, I'm just going to come in with a little pre-word on uh, the disposition of this episode. Because uh, I know this is quite long. It's like 90 minutes or so. And it's not like 90 minutes of talking Christmas or anything. Uh, we do that for about half an hour uh, with some metal sprinkled in here and there. And then it's pretty much on topic Iron Maiden and Infinite Maiden for the second two-thirds of the episode. So in case you're not into the whole holiday special thing, it's more than that, I would say. So, enjoy! Welcome to a very special Christmas edition of Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jonathan. New Italy, Julian. There you go. Uh, and also with us is uh, Mr. Eric Arka. Yes, and I prepared something. Hang on. Let's see if we can catch this on, uh, on in the microphone. Mm-hmm. The sound of must. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, yes it, was, it was. It is. Yeah. It is. It's uh, is that a, it's just something people know. It's like you basically mix Coca-Cola with alcohol-free beer. Yeah. Is that how they make it? No, not at all. But that's like my easiest <laughs> description of it. You know, <laughs> beer and Coca-Cola are, are like, uh, you know, commonplace. Whereas must, must yeah. is, is not a must around the world. It's not a must. I, I, from what I gather, uh, so we're talking now about for all you guys who are not in, not from Sweden. Uh, um, it's a sort of it's a soft drink that's available around around Christmas and also around Easter called Yulemust, Christmas musts. I don't know what the word what, what a good word for must is in English. It probably is one. It's like beverage. Yeah, but it's it's car, it's carbonated the same way as a beer, so it's not very heavily carbonated. It uh, it has a very kind of oh. and it's brown the same way as Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, uh. and it's a, it's a sort of a big deal. I mean, uh, my, my 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 girlfriend loves it. Uh, is that so artificial coloring? Someone told me Coca Cola is transparent. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, real, yeah, real, yeah, real Coca-Cola is transparent. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. but I think I think uh, I don't know if the Yulemust is, but also I do. Know, I think that from what I, uh, I have like, this might not be true. This might be something else. <laughs> but I I heard that the, uh, the the exact recipe is is sort of uh, is still a secret. So they, they can't really. Uh, I think one of them at least. There's there's several people who do it. I mean, there's probably something on the can there or the bottle there. But I think there's certain some of the spices are. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it's a bit of a Christmassy spice. Yeah, I yeah guess. it's a Christmas spice. They make it from barley, so I guess that's the common uh, yeah. thing with beer. Uh, <laughs> barley hops. When he said like it's like mixing Coca-Cola and alcohol-free beer, it was like when I w- went to junior, well, the junior high equivalent, and they said, mm-hmm. "Well, you make na- napalm by mixing orange juice and gasoline." <laughs> <laughs> that's not how we make no. napalm. No, that's not, not at all. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I, 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 I just looked uh, what, what uh, the translation for you must, and someone translated it as Christmas root beer, which does not seem accurate. Oh, well. Ginger Maybe. ale, Christmas ginger ale, Christmas root beer. Something just like that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Like it's very good stuff, though. I was never into it, actually. I, I, I'm not into it, but um, I'm not against it. <laughs> beverage A to Z. The beverage A to Z. The best is, uh, like, what's uh, the post-must, the Easter, Easter uh, root must, beer. Must, yes. Which is... Yeah. possibly the exact exactly the same i guess Must yeah, be so just a different yeah, yeah. label yeah and it's like for people who love the stuff uh it's interesting because there's only like i don't know this was the case when i was growing up but it feels like uh uh nowadays there's like only like a maybe like a couple of weeks of the year it's not available because as soon yeah. as the, as soon as the christmas stuff is gone you give that a little bit of time and then they do the easter stuff so maybe there's, there's some time during the summer you can't get it but um yeah, that's when you go for your stash, and I think it's like the same with the semla, the the Swedish oh, pastry, yeah. that that people you know, you like back in back in the days of old, you can only get it like between after cr- Christmas from like February until March fatty or so. Tuesday. Yeah, Fatty the, Tuesday. Uh, obviously, but the peak of it. Actually, that yeah. connects to uh, to our um, uh, two year two year anniversary party. Two year uh, anniversary. Two year. Because Seta, uh, who is, is organizer, oh, yes. sound guy, he's a huge Semla fan. I, I've oh, seen wow. that. Yeah. I've seen. I saw he that. Semlas all around town and reviews them, which is this super rustic bun. Uh, yeah. With the yeah, this is, all these words are so hard to find in English. I'm not gonna even try. So it's, it's, but it's, it's a like rustic whip, bun. Whip it's a nice bun. Nice old bun. Whipped cream yeah. and that mandel masa. That's the tough one. Almond butter. Sort of, maybe. That's, yeah. That's, that's, let's, let's, let's say that. And uh, cardamom as well. Cardamom. Yeah. Just quickly before we move on, um, what, what are you guys' feelings on Christmas food? Because that's a big, we have a thing, but, you know, that's there's a very traditional sort of, you know, the tradition being obviously for those not, not from Sweden, there's lots of, there's meatballs, there's these small sausages, there's potatoes, and there's like... Um, Is it okay if I go first? Sure. Yeah, you can go first, but I can also just boast with my memory regarding your Christmas food traditions, because I remember you mentioning your father doing the lutefisk. Yeah, yeah, no, actually, that's my mother who makes the lutefisk, ah. and my father makes the blood sausage. Oh, uh, okay. Well, every what, year. From what type of blood? Uh, pig's blood. Pig's blood. So it's they, they, they try to make. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a vatain Christmas. They tried <laughs> tried to make it from uh, from cow's blood once, and it was terrible. Um, you you need to make it from pig's blood, and it's be, be, become harder and harder to make it actually, or to find blood because. You can get blood from like most butchers. However, most butchers treated the way that uh, they treat it when uh, hunters. What time uses it? it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you you can't ex- essentially cook on it because they use it uh, for hunters when they when they are training their dogs and stuff. Hmm. So it's been it's been uh, it's like the, the event of the year whenever he finds <laughs> a gallon of blood. Uh, <laughs> For a few years, you could only get it here in in Stockholm in Fruvengen at mm. the old Sabis there. So oh. I, I once I had to go there uh, because my my grandparents lived there, and when ah. my grandmother passed and my grandfather moved to uh, a retirement home, uh, I was the one who got to go there and buy the blood. Uh, okay. And I w- went by the subway and had this big pint of blood in right. my hand on the subway. Like, uh, and I remember like trying to check it out at the counter, like, how much are we going to charge for this? What, what, <laughs> where do we find this? Just type in blood and charge him like a dollar. <laughs> so it's probably <laughs> the same stuff that this member and the guys buy. 
Like uh, my, on my sister's wedding this summer, uh, one of the dudes there, he was the guy that took the photo of this member. And then a little bit later, I heard uh, the photo from the first album, uh, Like an Everflowing Stream. And a little bit later, I heard uh, an interview on Fredrik Strage's podcast. And uh, apparently, two of them didn't even cover themselves in that blood because it was so cold outside. Yeah. And they didn't have change, uh, you know, they didn't have uh, a wardrobe change. So to speak. So uh, I think Fred Espy, the drummer, he went all the way up back out to Hesselby Gord, smelling like pig's blood yeah, after that it, photo. And, yeah, um, I, I mean, it, it sounds worse than it is. It's really, really, it's actually really, really good. I grew mm. up with it. So I mean, uh, eating it probably better than smearing yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's totally. a case of all the stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, I <laughs> usually, usually it is. Um, but like they make it with there's thyme and all of these nice spices in it and uh, that usually makes it like night before christmas eve uh, as we're mm. heathens up here in the north and we celebrate christmas on christmas eve yeah so they usually make it on uh, the night before christmas eve and you eat it at like 10 in the evening and uh, you get very full and it's very nice and it makes these uh, blood pancakes because mm-hmm. you usually don't have the patience to make sausages out of all of the blood right uh, um, so in a blood pancake do you skip milk no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, so you've just got, you've got, essentially got the blood, you got uh, Flour. a type of grain uh, okay, and, yeah, okay. and, and the spices, and then you, you fry it in butter and you put more butter on it. And uh, Butter and blood. It sounds like yeah. old Sweden, for sure. <coughs> and uh, actually, we don't even call it Christmas, right? I don't know if I'd said that before on the show. Like, like keeping with our school from the North tradition, we should call it Jule special. Yeah, yeah, people Yule know time. about Yule, yeah. I think. Uh, well, I think the, that, the cultural yeah. folks that listen to us, they know about Yule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, well, sorry, sorry, just to, yeah. to finish off. And then my mom does the lutefisk. Mm. The lutefisk fish, as they say in, in Minneapolis. Um, they yeah, yeah, they do. Um, they have the American Swedish Institute there, there oh. and they have a lutefisk, um, which uh, my wife hates it. I love it. Uh, it's... It's an acquired taste, I guess. Um, so, did I, you like all this with... when you were a kid too? Or yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, but I was a weird, I was a weird kid <laughs> when ah. it came to food. Okay, so so you ate basically everything you eat today as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat yeah, olives pretty much. as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I loved olives. Oh yeah, because that's a watershed. Uh, yeah, I, I was a stingy kid, and now I eat everything. So I think that's <laughs> yeah. a normal gets development. And yeah, again, yours yeah. was a, a weird one. Yeah, yeah, an old soul, perhaps you could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? What are you? What about me? Uh, I like the Christmas food. I like the, like pluck food, as my mom says, because my mom doesn't like cooking, so she loves uh, like treating us to plucked food at most times when when it's like an event. And mm. I kind of like that. I like eating cold food. Uh, a lot of it is cold. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I dig that. You know, it's, it's kind of it's nice. Uh, meatballs, of course. There's been a lot of meatball talk on on uh, so far so pod. So what we do it, and then then I guessed the north by south, and they asked me about the Swedish meatballs too. So I feel primed to have some meatballs this year. Like mm. I can't miss that. Yeah, uh, yeah I like it. I, I mean, everything concerning Christmas, I like a little bit more each year. Mm. Uh, I mean, That's not nice. considering kids' years because kids' years I was extremely materialistic. So I loved Christmas then, yeah. but that was because <laughs> of Game Boy stuff, basically. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now I'm I'm getting a little bit more into the spirit actually yeah. of, of of the whole thing. So yeah, I, I like it. It's cozy. Uh, you're half Finnish, right? Yeah. Uh, does anyone have, does the Finnish side of your family do like the lodor and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. it's a bit of yeah. that. Uh, Finnish cuisine is a bit weird, actually. Uh, I mean, Swedish cuisine, like you know, by example of what you just said, used to be weird, but Finnish feels like it's still a bit weird. And you have the memma <laughs> stuff. I remember uh, Leningrad Cowboys, a fun band, and they mm. described Memma as like, 
it looks like shit and tastes also. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff, you know, morotslåda, carrot box and uh, not many exciting spices. It's, you know, it's kind of bland food in Finland. <laughs> I think the meatballs thing has become a very big, uh, just because of like, I mean, Ikea has been around for many, many, many years, but it, feel, it feels like via social media, people have become more intrigued by that. And some people, I think, who nece- wouldn't necessarily, you know, head out to I- Ikea, do that just to try, you know, the Swedish meatballs. <laughs> Ikea must have been, you know, I guess the ones that, really made Swedish meatballs famous. Now I have another sort of Christmassy question. This is, this is, I mean, this is, this might be a downer, but it doesn't matter. So, uh, uh, I was curious because obviously we have different, um, as an American, I have a, uh, for us, you know, the, the, the Christmas day is a day. So Santa comes during the night. So you don't necessarily, you know, uh, see him. So probably, I mean, I'm guessing maybe, um, there's more American kids who probably believe in Santa more than like the Swedish, because in Sweden he, he, the guy does, you know. So I, then my question being is, did you guys did you guys ever believe in Santa Claus? And which point did you stop? That's a great question. I'll take it first then uh, to even this out. And I think for me, I recall being scared of Santa, and that <laughs> means I must mustn't have known that it was Grandpa uh, or an uncle. Usually that was the case. I think one year also we did this neighbor exchange, so there was a, an actual, you know, um, unknown man in this in the uniform. But I think. I, I don't recall ever like having this thing um, exposed, like, oh, he's, he's not real. I just yeah. recall being scared of Santa when I was a kid. But then again, super materialistic, so he was all fine and well, mm. because that's when you get the gifts, right? Uh, but it's a bit scary, you know, a weird dude. He looks like no one else, <laughs> that's for sure. Maybe like you could find a, a... No, he doesn't look like a bum. He looks like a bum that sleeps very well or something like that. <laughs> that's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's my experience. What's your experience with Santa? Um, I had I had the most wonderful experience with Santa uh, growing up, actually, because um, when I was growing up, we celebrated Christmas with my aunt and her kids, who are like 10, 20 years older than me and my brothers. Mm. So um, we celebrated there, and uh, they they live in a small village village outside uh, Retvik, which is like the bigger mm. community there, yeah. and. Uh, Every year there was this elderly couple, like they were, in, I think they were in their seventies when they started or something, uh, and they had a horse and a sled and everything, and they went around the village, and were the saddest for everyone. Hmm. So you just, you know, essentially my my parents and everyone they left the big, you know, sacks of uh, Christmas gifts outside, and hmm. uh, when when the saddest arrived. They they carry them in, and so you never had that, you know. Oh, it's it's my uncle's who's Santa Claus. You ne- we never we never had that. It's oh. a pretty tight production. Yeah. So that was, and and the good thing was that you never knew when they were coming yeah. because they were going around to all these different um, right right. It's houses. like the mailman, basically. Yeah, yeah. You don't know exactly when he arrives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one year, because uh, they always got like glug and stuff whenever they arrived. And one year, I think we were on the the latter part of the list. So uh, the, the Santa Cl- uh, Mrs. Santa Claus had a bit too much glug to drink. <laughs> <laughs> she had this wig on, which was a b- backwards. So she had <laughs> she had the bangs in the back of her neck. <laughs> well, it's even better yeah. actually that they're actually enjoying themselves too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, it's not and community uh, service or anything like. It's definitely part of their feast too. Yeah, and that was that was kind of beautiful because I don't think they had kids of their own or like their kids had, you know, moved away or something like mm. that. So it was it was a really nice, you know, um, 
feature. Um, and, you know, they, they used to, you know, go around the house and knock on the windows. So that the kids, me and my brothers, and one hour would get around, like, oh my God, they're here, they're here. Yeah. So that, that, was, um, that was really great. And uh, you weren't scared. You weren't scared of them because I think those those like the Santa mask that was it looked scary. Yeah, you know. I can't recall being. I mean, I probably was when I was you know very petite. However, yeah. I I don't think um, I got that scared uh, for long because you know mm. it was fun. Then I mean, I, I guess one day my daughter might listen to this. So. Uh, Sorry, Linnea, here's the spoiler. What's going on? <laughs> She's going to find out by a maiden A to Z. Well, yeah, yeah. I hope so, actually. I hope so. If you want to find out who Santa is, fan. you uh, got to listen to year two. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> episode 106. Yeah. So, what, what, what a, you know, I probably shouldn't have started this out with saying, when, do, you know, because I think that if you if imagine someone going into this, for whatever reason, still believes there's a Santa Claus, and then me just like, I'm the one who ruins it for them. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Oh, there we go. Sorry, yeah. Then again, yeah. Uh, because, uh, anyways, uh, this year I have I have a colleague at work. Uh, he's one of the gym teachers. He's in his 60s. He's, he's an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, and he was like, yeah, hey, do you guys got a Santa Claus this Christmas? Like, no, uh, actually we don't. Okay, because my grandkids, they're like 14 now, so they don't care. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> he wanted me to come, right. so he actually wrote, hand wrote a, a letter to my daughter, which she got. She got in the mail, which we read, uh, and so so yeah. So he's coming on on Christmas Eve. That's really kinda, cool. Yeah, the, it's it's really nice actually to have someone you know. Look, last year I I pretended I was going away to do a gig, so I packed my Santa <laughs> outfit in my uh, gig bag, mm. and I went to the neighbor and uh, was Santa Claus there, and then uh, our our neighbor. And then you came back and you were Santa Claus. Yeah. No, no, no. Then I came okay. back. It was like, oh, it was it was cold gig, but it's done. And then uh, the, it kind of uh, was a gig, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, Just it not was a base gig. gig, not a base gig, but no, it's no. still a, still a gig. Yeah, still a gig. And then uh, the the dad over there, he came here and. Uh, was Santa Claus for us, so that was that was a nice exchange. But they are going away this Christmas, so we. That's a good uh, way to do it, I think. There, there's a, there's yeah. a sort of thing that uh, I think very sort of infamously uh, amongst uh, Swedes is what the usually whoever's going to go be Santa will always say they're going to ska bara ut och köpa tidningen. Yeah. So it's like oh, I got to go and buy a newspaper, which is a completely normal yeah. thing to do in you know Christmas Eve. I think that's uh, a great one. I like that a lot because it's just so stiff. It's so stiff. Sure. Have you seen uh, Soon as Jul? Have you I seen, have seen that? that? Yes. Uh, yeah, classic, classic. Because, because they have the. I mean, when when I saw it in my, you know, as as a grown up, I, I really laughed at the the scene where all of the dads yeah. are like convening at like the, the newspaper stand essentially, yeah. and then Santa Claus comes in and like, okay, guys, you can go home now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of that one, I have to ask you guys, what was your favorite, um, like, uh, kids downhill uh, transport? During winter, as a, as oh. kids, you know, basically oh. there's like three options here, and and I guess for non Swedes, we should I should explain them. I guess there's the butt butt tag. <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds <laughs> that sounds like it's a medical thing, but <laughs> no, <laughs> it's pretty much like shaped as a butt, and you put it under your butt, and then there's a little handle, and you slide on it, and then there's pulka, which is sled. Like, it's kind of a sled, yeah. yeah, it's just a sled, and then the snow racer, very eighties, I feel. And that was uh, that was the coolest one when I was a kid. But I never had one, and uh, so so I became my choice was pulka, or what was it you say? Sled, sled, sled. I think. Sled, yeah. sled, yeah. Love those. You, you can go really yeah, fast then, in those. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget the mattress, though. Oh, the mattress too, right? Yeah, the mattress, like there's, made there's, of plastic. 
there's one that I, I, I mean, I eventually did get a snow racer and I, um, and that was cool. I think, I think I maybe sort of slightly over, overestimated how much, cause there's a steering wheel on it. You think you're gonna be able to steer. Like I gotta be doing things. Like, That's why the kids no, love no. it because it's like a real car. You know? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that. But, Quite a few kids broke their legs on those too. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's something else that I, that I was even, that cause that I was fucking terrifying. It's, it's just like a disc. Oh yeah, 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 the, the the flying saucer, yeah, the TFO. Oh, the flying saucer, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, that one was fun when I worked in school. I liked that one then. Uh, that was yeah, fun. I mean they are fun in the sense, but also like after a while you're just you're barreling down a hill, spinning around. <laughs> That's <laughs> the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love I like going down hills. It's fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's a bit like Darwinistic, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah, bit, yeah. <laughs> you're thinning the herd. Sorry, I uh, never broke. I never broke a bone, but I think I'm just I'm just big boned. I think I've got I, I, I broke I broke my elbow, but that was un, unsled related. That was me falling off a skateboard. No, it was, this is this is I was like six and I fell off a uh, uh, something in a playground oh. and uh, yeah. So th- this this one was broken. Six. Oh. I do I have some stitches on my head, and that could also be why I'm a little bit special. <laughs> Fell on my head when I was young, and then I did it again, like the first time we had recorded, you and me. So the, the, That's right, like, yeah, that, yeah. Right yeah, next yeah. to each other, I got two scars up on my head. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. And don't forget the kick. We can't forget the kick. Oh, the kick. Yeah, the, but that's not downhill, right? No. That's, that's the well, uh, cross country. When, when I was growing up, like because we had these uh, massive winters, mm. we, we usually used the kicks, sparksutting, as, as it's called, you know, properly. Yeah. Uh, and me and my brothers used to line them up because you can actually do that. So you can make like a train out of like three <laughs> <laughs> three of them. We used to go downhill uh, to, to the Lake Sillian, which was, you know, these, I mean, I would never allow my daughter to do it without a helmet, but we were like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> like, no. That's a classic lake. Damn cold. I remember Siljan. Yeah. Every time yeah. I, I've been in, I've been in it because I was a huge uh, like uh, enthusiast of going into waters when I was a kid. So I've, every time we passed the lake, I wanted to go in it and try yeah. it. And Siljan, I recall being super fucking cold. I think it's deep. Yeah, it's very deep. Yeah. Um, it's very very deep. Uh, is there a monster? They say there is. There probably is. Uh, I never. Yeah, I mean, one. according to legend, of course not. There's no monsters in lakes. I think every, every yeah. lake they like sort of say, "Oh, there's one here," and like you know, just because it sort of adds to the yeah. You know, or they're super old grandpa fish sometimes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking just the, about the, about the 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 uh, a lot of the stuff you said, like they wouldn't allow your daughter to do without wearing a helmet. And I was thinking how much, especially people around our age, how much ridiculous stuff people yeah, yeah. used to do that would have <laughs> nest, that you know that yeah like that anyone that's a, that's amazing. You know, it's amazing we're all here. <laughs> yeah. Since, since you have a young kid, I want to ask you something because I heard that in another podcast. Uh, yeah. It's completely unrelated to anything rock and roll, but uh, I heard some critique of playgrounds where it's too uh, the ground is softened, softened, so you can't yeah. really hurt yourself. Some people have claimed that that's not a good thing because the playground is basically half for fun and half for learning yeah, to like, hurt yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen stuff about that too. And what do you I, think? I, I think? Having I, a young daughter, what do you think? I think I agree. Because, you know, if you if you have like those... In a way, I think it's like with American football versus rugby, yeah, if yeah. you think about it. Because, in, in I mean, it's essentially the same sport. But in American football, you have all these, you know, cushions and everything and that uh, make you look like he-man too yeah and and uh, and those guys hurt some hurt themselves really really bad because once you have that you know that's true. cushioning you think you can you know, just charge 
head on uh, whereas in in rugby you you're you're aware of okay if i if i do this yeah. too hard i will break something yeah uh, so i think i think there's something to that i mean then again i don't mind you know my kid uh, landing on a softer spot when whenever she falls down however i think there's something to that uh in the playground that we got here right outside my window essentially we've got i think there yeah it's sand sand is cold yeah that's good sand is cool it hurts uh, enough but not too much no it's not like that plastic bouncy thing can relate this back to rock and roll and back to our party i played without a wah this time that's like you know removing the wah <laughs> is like not having a too soft ground because uh, yeah. you can't like you have to have a tone yeah uh, i actually quite enjoyed it i don't think i'm gonna uh, do much wah in the future uh, it was nicer to do without actually since since you are the dave murray in the, in the band doesn't he use wah quite a bit I mean, yeah, some solos should have wall, and he, he uses it plenty live on solos that don't have it on, on record. Yeah. But uh, for me, like, my wall broke once when I was younger, and that was also a huge a good thing for my tone then, because mm. uh, wall is like, uh, it's makeup, right? Yeah. Tone makeup. I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I really don't like all the sort of Kirk, Kirk Hammett bashing that goes on <laughs> online, but he infamously, he does, he does, he, he might have dabbled in a bit of wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, Kirk Hammett is probably the, the most poor musician in that band, but he seems so fucking nice. So I don't yeah. also don't like uh, bashing on him. I mean, so no. nice. So I mean, friendly. why 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 should you bash? It's like back bashing on like Yannick or whatever. True, I mean, true. they're there for a reason, and uh, yeah. And usually it's because they're great guys. Yeah, that's very much usually the standard. Uh, uh, for like those, yeah, I guess yeah. non-key members, you could say. Yeah. You know, that kind of are replaceable, but they're not because they're great guys. That's quite commonly the case. Yeah. They're, they're, all, they're also not replaced in the sense that, I mean, you know, is, are there better guitarists than him? Technically, yeah, of course. Uh, but, yeah. you know, he, he's also, he's irreplaceable in the sense that, well, he's part of the band. He's been there since, the, you know, since, the, you know, the, yeah. maybe, you know. And yeah. I think that, like, he's been part of, you know, he has been part of some, some really, you know, great songs. So I think, like, if you've been part of, like, writing, you know, he, if you have a, he had a hand in, you know, some of the stuff in Master Puppets. And if just having done that, like, you know, that's yeah, true, what, else, actually, what, else, yeah. what else does he yeah. need to do to fucking, you know, that, no, that's fine. That's true. <laughs> I keep, I, yeah, I keep forgetting he actually wrote quite a few riffs for that band. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah. And I feel that, you know, I, th- I think that I think that having done that, that should just sort of like, I mean, for any, any kind of... Uh, Another big thing he know. did is that he was not Dave Mustaine. Yeah. That yeah. was also like a huge thing for Lars and, and James, I think. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, not that guy. Well, I think I think that also like for like you know like I, people always um, uh, this this reminds me of a discussion I had uh, a couple months ago when I was out uh, having a few beers with some friends and we, the, the 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 actor uh, Ralph uh, Macchio was uh, uh, oh, the guy the, the Karate Kid yeah and essentially right. so um, uh, and so you know and someone you know he so he had the Karate Kid movies he did some other stuff and then he has the Cobra Kai series. And then someone like, oh, you know, well, that's, you know, so he's only really done one thing then, you know, what's he done that, you know, and sort of had a kind of attitude like, well, he's a bit of a failure then. Like, well, he's not because he's, he, he's part of something that's, that's a cultural touchstone in the sense that people still today refer to it and he, exactly. people know who he is. He doesn't need to do anything else. I mean, no. money wise, he probably does, but the, you know, I think he, he it's, I think calling that of, you know, how, like how many culture, you know, how many, he does something, he did something that, um, you know, lo- lo- most people don't do, and get or that. Kirk Hammond was part of an, an album and did, has ri- wrote written songs that have been part of writing songs that are like, like I said, in- insanely you know, uh, iconic. And so I feel like, yeah, 
if he uses a bit of water, he screws up some solos or hit or the hits, whatever it is. Like, yeah, it's fine. He can coast on still stuff. Yeah, well, it's a style. Exactly. It's and a I, style. You know, I saw in Flames the other day. Bjorn does the same. Plays only war all the time. It can get a little tiring, but it's a style. Yeah, yeah and I mean everybody, 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 everybody. I mean everybody messes up and stuff like. That. I mean, I saw yeah. uh, this summer. I saw a live clip of Metallic actually doing. Uh, uh, nothing else matters, and yeah, that one. James, yeah. That's, it's a yeah, pretty hard and, song and to play, I must say. It's pretty hard yeah. on guitar. Uh, not the not the intro, obviously, that everyone plays, but uh, when you get going, it's pretty tough. It wasn't that clip actually. Okay. It wasn't that. Okay. It was uh, it was for the outro uh, when it usually. Oh yeah, he does a bit lad lib. Yeah, but James went. So oh, went for major his, Metallica. <laughs> Everything else matters. <laughs> and, and he just laughed and I mean that, that's that's all you can do you can only laugh about it and not beat yourself up, up about it it's like yeah it's gonna be on YouTube so they I mean they put it up on their own official channel you and Christian had like five minutes of slight rage after last gig because you fucked up more than you usually do uh, I remember but you snapped out of it quickly yeah, yeah I mean it was tiny yeah, stuff too yeah, yeah, I yeah, fucked let, up as much and I was super happy with uh, with, with my <laughs> gig you know so but it's it's a perspective thing really and that also is like that thing about you know uh, I can you know make take benefit in you guys uh, being comfortable to hang out with me because we all know that there are better Dave Murrays in this town uh, so that like the goes to say that goes along with the Kirk thing, right? It's it's not uh, the older I get, the more the less I think about you know that you must have the best of an instrumentalist or you know the, I guess you know the whole thing with personality and with uh, availability and um, and all of that comes together. And uh, I'm as impressed by a guy like Kirk being a nice guy, maybe even more impressed by someone being a nice guy than being a great guitarist as I get older. Yeah, totally. And I mean, it's 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 a it's a combination of things. You need someone that can actually do the gig. Oh yeah, know, yeah. Of course, you playing have to wise. I mean, at least go par, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then, like the hang thing. I mean, it's so important. If you're if you yeah. can't hang, then it's not going to work. I mean, you need some someone who, you know, balances out your <laughs> yourself and yeah, it's a group dynamic, right? Yeah, definitely, exactly. Definitely. One of, that was one of the most interesting stuff I studied when I did my uni thing. It was uh, group psychology. It's, it's for me, it's more interesting than personality psychology. Uh, group is more interesting because that's like very you know unique per group. And yeah. even if you just switch one person, yeah, like in a band, right? You switch one person, you got a new group. Yeah, yeah. new dynamic. You know, new power. Uh, yep. Maybe power struggles called? as well. Yeah, power struggles, and yeah. you know. Uh, differences in you know um, roles and everything. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, gonna be slight differences at least, maybe even big, yeah. right? Yeah. But but hey, uh, let's let let's segue to to the gig or yeah, or yeah, the celebration. We've already been touching it, and <coughs> I I, th- I, yeah. I thought before we started recording that yeah we didn't record a live pod and we haven't really mentioned uh, the gig or the the night. I mean, and also we got like six episodes already recorded. So it's yeah. nice to come in now and do something kind of current and talk about yeah. that. We, we also hopefully uh, there should be oh, yeah, else New Year's. coming up. Coming up. Yeah. I'm not going to say yeah. one. So. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Uh, but it was for me. It was uh, it was nice because I could just sort of relax and uh, listen to you know. The, you know we first we had uh, Henrik and Matthias uh, with uh, my friend Carl Rudelson and a guy named Patrick uh, Foschberg and a guy unfortunately whose name I don't remember. Lasse something. Lasse. They did. Yeah. They did. Um, nice set that was like uh songs that maiden have done covers of so it was uh i do remember the set all in your mind um 
Or, and then the, the free song, I'm a Mover, yeah. was in there. And then uh, Women in Uniform yeah. was in there. Um, uh, Rainbow's Gold. Rainbow's Gold. Yeah. Probably my favorite of those. Uh, and then and uh, the fifth one. I'm going to check. I got, fifth the, I got the list one, here. yeah. It wasn't I Got the Fire. It was I Got uh, the Fire, yeah. yeah it was. It was I Got yeah. the Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. With that, yeah. Good choices of covers, I would say, even yeah. though I'm a huge That Girl guy. <laughs> I like that I song think, a lot. I think I have it on, while well, I was discussing it with uh, Henrik the other day, I think maybe if they do that again, that song will be on the list. Yeah, because Patrick, who also filled in with us with Infinite Maiden back in the summer, uh, he uh, he loves that era of yeah. the band, especially. Yeah. They should do... Uh... Aha, focus. Yeah, I, I messed it up, but yeah, you you you, <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah, yeah by rhythm. That's yeah. a pretty cool riff. <laughs> And yeah. then, then uh, you guys, uh, I mean, uh, just because I've only, I've seen you guys, um, well, this is the second time I've seen you, and uh, I think you guys were a lot better this time. I mean, you were, you were good last time, too, but I feel you've, there's... Uh, no, there's a huge difference, uh, yeah. I think, I, uh, especially for, I mean, if I consider my own performance, uh, I, I've grown into it uh, a lot over the three gigs, and that yeah. was like, the, that was my pledge to myself and to the others in the band, that uh, every gig has to be a bit better uh, on my end, uh, because it's more fun that way, and... Uh, you know, uh, I never, I never really did that exact playing style before. Even though I played lots of Maiden, but you know, yeah. the full, the full performance. So uh, yeah. I had a, I had a blast that night. I had a lot of fun. I, I was even feeling guilty going home. Like, did I have too much fun? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it was a great night, it was, wasn't it? It was a great night. It was. I mean, it was the smallest stage. I think. But the stage <laughs> was not great. No, no. I mean, uh, that being said, the the sound was formidable. Uh, yeah, they did an amazing like, job with those. Uh, what's the word? Um, conditions. Uh, yeah, maybe you, you couldn't get much better. And uh, also, no, like no, no. Uh, I, uh, I took the high road. I I stood in the back this gig. Yeah, you did. You yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I should. Like Dave should not be yeah, in front yeah, of Steve. Yeah, no, obviously. No. <laughs> Can't have that. And no. I'm taller. I, I liked it back there. I never tried that before. I always put the bass player there in my bands, <laughs> as every other band does. So it was nice to just stand there and like, okay, how could you do this? And then yeah. I could come up with some ways of just sticking my head up uh, on your side. Yeah, it was cute. And then, of course, during Run to the Hills, I decided to play outside of the stage. Yeah, that was, that was, that was really good. Every show, I try and do one of those things, like find some place, weird place where I can play. Uh, lots of fun. And your guitarist from uh, Six Feet Deeper, first time I met him, he, of course, was uh, Freddy. Yeah, he... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what a great guy. What a great guy. Yeah, I, lo I love Patrick. I mean, we've been... Super uh, sweet. What do you say? Super sweet. Yeah, yeah super sweet. sweet he's, he's the sweetest. And uh, we <clears throat> we asked him before, like, do you, hey, do you want to be Eddie for the gig? <clears throat> Sorry. And... Uh, he was like, yeah, I've got a concert, so I don't know if uh, when when I can make it because uh, he had he's a choir leader, so I had a choir concert oh, wow. before before this. So he like rushed to this gig. I think he he said like he came downstairs like the first perfect timing. He came down. like, yes, I made it, um, and yeah. He, he 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 nailed that part. Like that was yeah yeah. He did a, like a fun version of a very quick, yeah. a very quick moving little Eddie. You know, or yeah, yeah. Freddy, in our case, <laughs> all over the place, all in dancing. White. It looked it looked, it looked cool. It looked fun. You know, yeah, dancing and prancing. With like with our production budget, you have to go for fun usually. Like yeah, uh, yeah. you can't go for amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, nice uh, gig. I thought we could mention a few of the songs. I guess uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 in the set list. Uh, and uh, Eric, you saw us, so you can I did. like chime in a little bit too, I guess. Uh, chime in. 
this time we opened with Aces High. It's, that's the first time we actually opened with it. And uh, yeah. I felt that it was actually a good call, something I would like to do again, because uh, uh, we don't need a warm-up for that. No, no, no. Uh, that's actually one of our better numbers, I think. Sara is really killing it on that one. And I think all of us, uh, especially since we started playing it a bit faster lately, yeah, uh, it's even cooler, I think. So uh, I, I like to open with that again. The, the ultimate track number two, Evil Let Me Do. Yeah. That was great. first one that I actually played uh, keys on, you know, the... Mm. Uh, which feet? was 
with his feet. Yeah, with my feet. I yeah. do that with my feet. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that cool. was you've like, been getting pretty good at that t- too. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, this is growing. This has been like a, yeah, this has been like a big. I mean, I've been doing this for a few years, and this band has actually been you know a reason to step up. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, with this, oh, uh, twelve oh. step up, step up. Uh, I've added actually on on the that when 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 Kristen does his solo. That summer in time feel there. That's really good. Such a good song too, and yeah, a, a bit of an emotional tune for me. It always has been, even though it's like a kick-ass rocker. For me, it's a pretty deep, uh, deep tune. Some way. Yeah, very. I mean, same here. I mean, Profound it's like melodies somehow. You know. Yeah, and it's it's like you know you're you're 16 years old and you're crying over anime. That's yeah. that type of song. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. I didn't cry much over anime, but I know exactly what you mean, and you're exactly right. Yep. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, when... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. When yeah, spoiler you know, alert you, happened. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played in that game, which has been out for like 30 years now. Yeah, maybe, so. I think it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there's a remake now also, but uh, actually oh, yeah. I, I, cry, I cry quite often, but I'm the type of guy that I cry when I'm you know, kind of happy moved, you know, moved... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like oh, I can... Yeah, something that happens a lot with listening to Maiden too. I mentioned before. Yeah, like I can just listen to Power Slave and I start crying because it's good. I have a lot of a uh, uh, lot of uh, movies or films, as uh, Fergal would films. say, that I that I uh, uh, yeah that will definitely get that kind of response from me. You know. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, and, and some music too. I mean, like I I, had, I got a tear in my eye with first first run through Sinjutsu. And I think I had a bit of a tear in my eye during uh, the um, uh, the beginning of the show in, in Gothenburg this summer. At the right, Browser. right. Yeah, I mean, that balances out everyone just being bummed out in the beginning of the show because there was quite yeah. a few people being yeah. that too. But uh, yeah, I've, I've cried on Maiden shows and I've talked to future guest and um, superior Murray player, uh, Andreas Lindgren. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he told me that it happens that he cries from start to finish. And he oh goes God. to see Maiden. Yeah. The entire I mean, thing. And I mean, of course, that episode is coming up soon and you'll get why. You know, first time he saw the band, he was four and he missed them oh like sh- two times after that. And he just now spent $2,000 on tickets for next year. So, you know, <laughs> I, I told him this is not a competition, but you won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by by a mile. Uh, for, uh, an episode to look forward to. He, he gave me some shit about about my base uh, that I, I've put together because I was like, yeah, you can't have the telly head. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of that in the Maiden groups because I used yeah. to riff on a telly. It's one of my favorite guitars. And I like, can't play Maiden in a telly. Why not? Sounds great. Why not? Is that, is that, is that in uh, Maiden Nerds uh, Sweden? You got a... Uh, no, that was actually in, uh, in our friends in Maiden Boden group. But I mean, it was oh. tongue-in-cheek, of course. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, but still, uh, I guess Andreas was tongue-in-cheek too. You know, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course he is. Of course he is. I mean, I mean would, I have had, would I have preferred if you had the big headstock? Yes, I would. <laughs> but, but I love Telis and I love Dusty Hill. So, yeah. you know, Dusty Hill is probably yeah, yeah. like top five bass players for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dust is amazing. Was amazing. Yeah. Great yes. player. Yes. Uh, what's next? Oh, the the Clansman was not one of the one of yeah, the new uh, ones for this game. First, we played those two, right? And then uh, two minutes to midnight. Two minutes to midnight, which is a great tune to play. I just have to say, yeah. it's just like so much fun with uh, Christian with Emil on that one because uh, when you have those guys playing that one, it's just like yeah, an absolute treat to play it. Uh, love playing that song. So much fun, and uh, I play it better live than I do when I practice it. 
So there's something, you know, in the yeah. in, in the chemistry there, I think. Then we did Can I Play With Madness after that. Yeah. New track for the night. Yeah, and there's video of that, so... Yes. No t- <laughs> yes. You guys filmed most of it, right? Or all of yeah, it? Yeah, we ha- I had some camera issues, sadly. So uh, I think I got like the first half of it. And then Patrick actually filmed the entire gig uh, with his camera. So I'm going to uh, go by his place and okay. uh, get it at some point. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've got the entire gig with my iPhone, like the front, right. front view as well. Uh, kind of Madness best version we ever did, including all the rehearsals, which was nice. Yeah. I love when that happens. Yeah. It's just to kind of glued together perfectly. That was one of the better numbers for us that gig, I would say. And Sara is really good on that one. It fits her perfectly yeah. with those soul touches. Yeah, I was just going to say that, those solely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can sample that. Was that was not part. as good. <laughs> no. <laughs> In my defense, I've had a cold the entire week. That's true. That's true. bunch of gospel stuff in that song uh, yeah yeah which is interesting and the verses are kind of curious you know it's not typical uh rock no. verses uh, they're all quite different and a lot of like monologue and oh i tell you the truth and, and all of that yeah yeah and fit her really <laughs> well um uh, eric <laughs> was it good it was very good <laughs> so far was it good so far i i very much enjoyed the whole thing i'll say um the uh, uh Kind of play madness that, that one that one turned out very well. I felt, I felt that I mean, there's nothing it didn't do work. I'd say everything was good, um, but I think that the Klansman stood out for me as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I did uh, some major uh, lousy playing on that one, but it didn't matter, and I wasn't bummed because I felt that the song re- still really came across nicely. And of course, I'm gonna you know reprimand that for next time, but uh, yeah. th- that was also one of my favorites. Parts of it yeah, was big. really big and uh, good key work on that. <laughs> Thank you. 
No, I, uh, just a suggestion for next time. Um, well, you know, because why don't you get? Let's let's say uh, we we try to find get two cameras, maybe a stationary camera, and then maybe uh, like at least one or maybe two other cameras uh, of someone actually holding a camera filming, and then they can yeah. adapt, and then you can put together something really cool for the. Um, um, yeah, that's that's like a, a great idea. And of course, a proper someone. audio recording yeah. still hasn't happened, yeah. but it wouldn't no. have been possible there. There was no like space for that no. at all. No, so no. It was recorded via an iPhone. Actually, I used to mix. Oh. Yeah, an iPhone my mic. iPhone, right? Yeah, your iPhone yeah. mic because the iPhone mic is pretty good. You know, yeah, in the beginning it's, it's, of so far so pod, we used that for Greg's voice in the beginning, like first ten episodes. We used that mic too. It's a yeah. pretty good mic. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird. It's weird that like uh, I mean, I, I, I'm you know that. Um, uh, I guess they have a good limiter, but like, cause, like, not, like if you jump back a few years ago, like whenever someone had put up a, a clip on like YouTube or something, they filmed at a concert, you would get the same kind of like, yeah, no yeah. limiter and usually no, no, um, adjustable input gain, you know, no, no, exactly. but, was, but now they, the fucked, limiters, they're fucking kicking ass because you know, yeah, you, you yeah, can get like yeah. really good quality, um, uh, you know, with, with these things. Yeah. Really good stuff actually. Indeed. After Clansman, cause that was after, can I play? What happened then? Uh, we went straight into Stranger. Oh yeah, yeah. Rangeland. And you did the ESP thing with Emil. That was really good. Yeah, me, me, me and Emil. I mean, I think it's, it's one part, you know, arrogance on my on my behalf. Like, no counting, just go. I think it's, it's one part, you know, arrogance on my on my behalf, like no counting, just go. No, I love that kind of stuff that you do. It's like not very, not exactly typical of your, I guess, your character in music, yeah, because you're quite prepared and you know. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say safe uh, because that that's not the right word, but I mean you you have control, right? So I like that yeah, you exactly. put in those things that take away control and that's part of maiden like when we did uh, number of the beast last summer the intro no cue no, no reference exactly. just, the reference is only it. that spoken word and then yeah. we just have to start playing together and i'm just hoping i hope i will start playing at the same time as eric can we hear a bit of the can we hear a bit of the, the intro uh for for stranger yeah yeah On the guitar, obviously. Yeah. I went straight into the... That's just uh, a cool riff. Space yeah. cowboy riff, you know. Yeah, space. And then we got the... Like, my favorite... I mean, this is one of my favorite parts for the entire set. The... Uh, oh, yeah.
been practicing. <laughs> because normally when you do keys, it's like you switch at the same chords, right? Like the bass. Yeah. But this one you play actually play a, a melody end. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I had to practice this a bit. That's and really impressive. The nice thing is that, I mean, it's it's three chords, but with uh, different voicings. So yeah. for E, C, and D here, the keys, I got the first three chords. And then for A, G, and F, got the next three chords. And then I go for the B flat, A flat, and uh, G flat for, the, for, for Chris and Dusty's solo. Ah. Which, I mean, <laughs> I would never ask anyone to, <laughs> to do this for me. <laughs> One of my favorite bits of the show, and I don't even play there. Yeah, it's so I can really just just like listen, and then I come in, of course, when you know when the hey comes and it goes a bit uh, heightened hey, hey, in, in intensity, yeah. and I do hey, some uh, I do some home cooking there, like on the D, I do a uh, this kind of thing, like that kind of thing, because it just sounds sweet, yeah, yeah. And nice. somewhere in timey. <laughs> Love that tune. Uh, I mean, of course, if you got Kristen in the band, you're gonna play Stranger in Strange Land. Yeah, of course. That was, that was like my my idea when I suggested it. Yeah. <laughs> when we were like, what we're gonna rehearse in next? So I love that song. Then it goes straight into Outward Silent Planet. Old, old favorite of Sarah's. Uh, yeah. I like the tune, but it's one of my uh, least favorites on. Uh, Brave New World, but I still like it, you know. Yeah, we got some nice critique for for the you know the the midsection. Yeah, 
because we we kind of went down in dynamics there, whereas Maiden usually just pounded on. Uh, well, they're they doing a little live. bit less, uh, a little bit less. Uh, I don't know what to say because I don't want to put myself above Maiden, but they do a little bit less of a uh, little less musical. I would say actually <laughs> when they do it, I have to say. That bit is the is a fun bit too, very much so. Uh, what was after that? Was it um, Trooper? Yeah, Trooper. Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> fun and then was it fear of the dark uh phantom (laughs) 
Phantom and then Lost Fur. Then Fear of the Dark, and that was another one yeah. of your daring moves. Wor- worked every time in the rehearsal, but of course it didn't really work this time. Uh, no. Because uh, me and Christian came in in different tempos. But we'll do it again, and uh, then we'll do it right. Yeah. yeah. I think it did, we did it, didn't we do that in Dol... No, we didn't do it in Svedbo. No, we didn't we did play Fear of them, because there was some no. sicknesses in the band, so we had to cut that. Yeah. But, uh, it's a fun, was like... fun switch, you know, for you that were, for all of you that weren't there, which is most of you. The end of of Losfer has this. Yeah. And then, like in fashion of the kind of tight uh, song uh, sequence on on Power Slave, uh, we did that, but with Fear of the Dark. So, like yeah. on the end. Sorry. And also, that's a song that uh, I never wanted to play, but now that you know we've done it, I want to play it every time. Yeah. Same here. That was like one of my, not to dwell on fuck-ups, but that was like one of my major big ones because <laughs> I had the wig in my face <laughs> yeah. and I, I was playing keys and doing the, you know, the... And then I hit a C, 
C yeah. sharp yeah. For, for like just few seconds, but it was enough for me to you know cringe and curse myself and my existence. But hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice for me. It's nice <laughs> when you know when the others do some mistakes too. Like uh, I think uh, this this gig was Emil's gig because he made like almost zero mistakes this time. Oh god, what a beast he is! I love that guy. I love him to death. That's such a nice, such a nice dude as well. Yeah, super nice. He's amazing. We have our cultural Wednesdays now. Every other Wednesday, so we watch like a movie or uh, watch a series or something. You know, to do something other than just you know rehearsing and playing music. Because nice. when, you, when you get to know someone through a band, that's pretty much all you do. Yeah, so, yeah. So, been enjoying that. We went to see the Seven Samurais before the gig to get the focus in the Senjutsu. That's a good movie. Great movie. Taking my little ADHD and just settling in with that slow pace rhythm. I yeah. think that was uh, actually quite useful for preparation for the gig because when I went, I was like, this is wasting my practice hours. Yeah. But uh, I think it was actually a good thing to do mentally. One of my favorite Kurosawa movies is uh, Dreams, uh, which is like a series of short films that he did. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, which are, there are actually some of them in color, actually. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's really nice. It's very psychedelic and very very scary from time to time um in like you know the type of scary you know not spirited the jump away, scare but kind of spirited away scary or yeah it, it kind of eerie yeah. scary thing yeah um, they're good at that you know yeah they have they have this special that. tone you know uh, somehow over in japan so. and yeah. uh what was i thinking about yeah i saw that movie when i was younger but then i was just pretentious and i wanted to see like yeah. important movies so I enjoyed it much more now and something that I really noticed now and didn't notice at all then is there's a lot of scenes with horses and that's really hard to do even today like uh, people apply CGI and stuff because it's very expensive yeah. and I can't get how they got that all right uh, you know no. all of the scenes with like uh, running horses and stuff and a cool movie I guess it's it's kind of a Steve movie too yeah, in some way, I can, I can I can imagine I can very much imagine him seeing that and then then us getting a song about that something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean the song Senjutsu. Of course, there's no wall in that little village, but it's you know still yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it kind of works the, for that song. You know. The spirit is dead. Honor oh, the yeah. dead, so they never fall in vain. You know, with those graves, know, with the swords. I'm very, I'm very curious to to what he. Cause I'm just going to go ahead and assume that he read or, or more more likely <laughs> watched watch, watch something and yeah. like you know yeah I'm going to do that like if he was watching the the maybe the. Um, I don't know. There's any. There's any number of things it could be, but it could be. Yep. I, but uh, I'd be curious where that came from. The Hidden Fortress by yeah. Akira Kurosawa, yeah. probably. Ah. Or it's something dumb like yeah. fucking the, like the, the Tom Cruise samurai movie. Or something. <laughs> yeah, the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, your brother lives into... in Japan still, right? Bjorn Yeah, 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 yeah. He does. He does. Have you been? Uh, no, I never been to Japan. My I always is, wanted to go. That was my the first place I wanted to go. You know, speaking of Game Boy, the materialistic kid, I wanted to go to Japan. Obviously, I, I've been around the world a lot, but I've never been to Japan. Have to go sometime. My dad has been to Japan a number of times and mm. uh, having exhibitions. That's why I got the samurai sword here in the back. Nice. Yeah, that was pre nine eleven. So he actually, yeah, I think he had it. Like he just went to th- went through customs. Like everyone who went to Japan got a sword. Got three. Um, yeah, yeah. No, those were the days. Anyways, Iron Maiden yeah, is so, the next one, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. going for like that Not encore thing, and I had a lot of fun on that one. I I, I, yeah. I get to go a little obnoxious on that and do things like guitarists haven't done since '83, which is like playing a solo without anything under. <laughs> that's like uh, you shouldn't really do that, and that's why I love doing it.
Yeah, and we did the the uh, three-handed or four-handed tapping. That's right. A lot of improv. It's really fun to do it. I think I've got a good gauge of not doing those things for too long because then no. it's annoying as, as hell. Hell, but yeah. <laughs> Emil loves playing it too. Uh, it's been like discussed sometimes. Like, uh, can we skip that? Uh, it's me and Emil that goes like, no, 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 we can't no, skip we can't. no. Uh, I'm 100 sure that that discussion happens in the real Iron Maiden as well. Know, <laughs> yeah. like, can we God, skip that? Can I do can that we skip one? That? Oh, fuck. Like, no, yeah. we need to do that. Sorry. It's like, and we yeah. did it as long as the band. I noticed we did like five minutes forty of it. The song is actually like three minutes. So half yeah, of we it did, is. We did, Shenanigans, basically. Yeah, it's noise. We did a good run on that one. And then yep. we'll go into the, the famous Allowed. Yes. Always fun to play. Yeah, one of the best songs in, in the genre. And then run to the hills, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was—I mean, I, you guys have gotten uh, some. Well, especially Sarah has gotten some 
a lot of people com- complimenting her on that one. She, yes. she sang the hell out of that. perfect health with the no. a bit of a cold and everything and i forgot i knew that she had that but i forgot because she was so good at like very professional in terms of she, she she saved in like verses and stuff and then she had like resources left for the big notes uh like in songs like camp madness run to the hills and super professional yeah the uh, money notes i don't know has, she, she, has she been gigging a lot or is she just like no a professional anyway she's just professional she's like born professional yeah but like i mean she's practiced her ass off so it's it's right. not like yeah, i mean i know i know she did classic singing uh, like uh, uh, opera yeah in, yeah in school and stuff like yeah but i mean she's she's just amazing when it comes to that and i i, I mean this was her first gig since getting her daughter in may yes. so i mean her her abs are not even back to where they are supposed to be yet and she still you know managed to yeah. push through 90 minutes without being like i think i go for a few yeah she said like more. i could go for 45 minutes more and i was tired at that point you know i was i was yeah. i was done because uh, but i like playing those long sets now i've like i've, I've come yeah. already after two ones yeah. i've started liking them because something happens like 75 minutes in with the crowd and there's a vibe that you can't get if you play for 60 no. minutes you know no, it's like but a, I think, yeah. more epic or like a homecoming phase when you play around to the hills in a long set i think it's much better than if you would play it in a short set it's much more, you know, satisfying yeah. for yeah. the the audience as well. I think it's like a reward. Super fun song, and I've cheated on that one too. Like I, I, I don't play Dave. I play the just the rhythm, and that makes it possible for me to just leave stage and stuff. So uh, I don't. There's at least something in it uh, other than just me being lazy. <laughs> yeah, and then with the last encore, which was uh, wasted years. Ah, yeah. yeah, we did that last. <laughs> That was my only input into this set because we've agreed that uh, Steve Harris, Ari Arke, <laughs> makes the sets, which is great. I mean, I pride myself in being pretty good at set list and being pretty good at Maiden, but uh, you do it better. Thank so you. It's nice. I can just suggest things and then um, I just await, I wait the word from the boss. <laughs> 
Uh, however, we forgot one thing uh-huh. uh, for this gig, and this is now I've got it ready now. So next gig, we're gonna end it with ah uh, Eric Idle. Yeah, of course. Yes. Well, I mean the the. Really Sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think I think the reason that probably was what is a good idea you didn't do this is just the fact is that after that the evening went on for a couple more hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> Always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle That's the thing So always look on the bright side of death Just before you draw your terminal breath Life's a piece of shit when you look at it Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true You'll see it's all a show, keep them laughing as you go Just remember that the last laugh is on you. And always look on the right. Yeah, so <laughs> now it didn't matter. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. We're going towards uh, leg ducks uh, soon. Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, I, like I, six minutes to then, so maybe we should round it off with something. Let's round it off. Maybe we should just, just quickly mention, uh, it's, 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 it's turning it's one year old just the other day. Your the your Christmas song you wrote, it, yeah exactly yeah uh, it's just one year it's one year old now No Man's and, Land uh, No Man's Land it's closing in on five thousand views on YouTube so that's that's fun yeah. Another quick mention, um, Eric here, not Eric Shaw, but uh, Eric Arke is now in the pod game too with uh, Oh Great, another bass podcast. It's <laughs> yeah. another bass podcast. Oh Great, it's, it's another, another bass podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Delightful. So, uh, if I mean, it's probably best if you play bass or at least have an interest in, in the world of playing bass. But Exactly. Uh, if you're... Yeah, I mean, nerdy stuff, I, I always approve and I do play a bit of bass. I, I like the show so far. Fun. I like yeah, your co-host you. too. I think I met him briefly after the gig as well. Yeah, he was at the gig, Sam. Did you know him uh, before? Is it like two friends that wanted to yeah, do more? Yeah, we've, we've known each other for for years over the some forums and stuff. But I think we met for the first time a year ago or something, like in real life. Mm. And from uh, what I gather, you got a little bit different approach to to playing the bass too, which makes it interesting. Very much so. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like our common like. Uh, uh, thing is, uh, I guess Steve Harris, like that's what got got us both mm. uh, started. Uh, 
uh, and we got quite different styles and different you know tones that we strive for but that's I think that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. I met some other uh, of yeah. your friends too that night. Uh, you, you have nice friends, very, very friendly people. Uh, I do. Nice, I nice consider you my friends, and you're you're nice people as well. So yeah. likewise, likewise, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got recorded the moment we uh, kind of you know dreamt about doing that band. I think that's kind of cute that I have that. I have that in a little MP3, like yeah. when uh, actually the first time we met, even though it wasn't in person. Uh, and I th- I said also something like, I like your bass tone. It sounds good. Uh, yeah, very cute. All of it very cute. And I like that. It's nice. So, but hey, yeah. Merry Christmas, Chris- Good Yule, Merry, Chris- Merry Christmas, Good Yule. And yes, uh, for all of us. As 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 a, now this is the first time this actually works because I stole <laughs> I somebody stole this from the Disney Christmas thing. So, I guess uh, from all of us to all of you guys, um, uh, Merry Christmas, Good Yule, up the irons, Good Yule, and of course, of course, call from the north. Uh, you want to add something, Eric? Something catchy that's all folks <laughs> that's all that's the no, most catchy we've got play us out do, do some do some oh yeah, yeah. Uh, one play more something Christmas do, do something do something do something do something you can imagine us galloping out of the podcast studio yeah <laughs> <laughs> Other, yeah. like in the room, yes. we could uh, like play our favorite tunes together. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be yeah. great.